Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Mr. Joe Miller. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. I feel like you have a different greeting every time. I, w- I would like, I'm trying to hone it down to the, the best one, and so far, none of, have, none have worked. So, I mean, I don't want to just be like, yeah. Do I don't you, want to say you have a thing you that you do you can, in the beginning. Do you think you can sustain a different salutations every time? Like, in, in two years, are you going to be like, I'm gonna be like, and with me is always Joe Miller. You'll be like, a good morrow <laughs> to you. Uh, shit, I got nothing. Uh, you know what? I think that, I think I can. Okay. Well, I trust you. I trust myself as well. I always feel warmly greeted, and that's what matters. Um, fuck. It's been a, uh, you know, it's been a hell of a weekend. A uh, lot of things. You, you were at Simpsons Land. Uh, yeah. I mean. I was at Universal, which has Simpsons okay. World in it. Well, Simpsons World is the only thing that I care. I feel like I've, I haven't been there, but I feel like if I went there, it would be the only thing that I care about. I'd be like, bring me to Simpsons it, World. I, th- I mean, that would be definitely the first place that you would want to go. Okay, that would be a priority There's, there's more to explore and there's more to do. And, and actually, the food, not half bad. What are the options? What are the options of Simpsons World? Let me world? paint you a word picture. <laughs> um, no, I mean, actually in Simpsons World... Well, I know there's Moe's. Get, there's, there's Moe's. You can get like a, you can get Duff Beer. You can get a Flaming Moe. Okay. They have a crusty Burger there. Don't sleep on the burger. Burger is actually really wait, good. Wait, you can get a crusty Burger at Moe's? You, you can get a crusty Burger at crusty Burger and actually take it to Moe's okay. and then sit down and eat a crusty Burger at the counter at Moe's and get a Duff Beer. Okay. It's pretty amazing. But like, so you can get a crusty Burger, which is great. And they have like uh, different degrees of burgers and shit. They also have like a hot dog and some other goofy shit. Okay. Um, you can get a piece of pizza at Luigi's. You can get a donut from Lard Lad. They have a Phineas Q Butterfats ice cream what? parlor. Wow. Cletus, I didn't realize it was this extensive. Cletus has his own chicken shack. Bumblebee Man has a taco shack. But like, are there? Is there someone dressed as Bumblebee Man like at the taco shack? I like, think you're who's really working at these okay, places. You're, you're, just regular people. Yeah, just regular people in dumb mm. outfits. But you're you're really overlooking what the okay, point is. Right. You don't. You're an adult. Man, I'm not. You're not going there to take picture of, of like other like of ch- like teenagers in suits. Right. You realize well, that they're not presu- real bumblebee. Please, please man, don't right? presume why I'm at Simpsons World. Okay, you go for your reasons. I go for my reasons. I mean, I go, I go for the Krusty Burger. What was what pizza. was the best thing? Well, I mean, I've had all of it. I've okay. had pretty much all of it. I actually haven't had the chicken, but um, we got pizza from Luigi's and Duff Beers, and it, the pizza were, was just, like, gigantic. It was almost like Costco slices, like the gigantic, greasy slices. I just started thinking, slices. I just started thinking of, here comes the grease ball. Hey, bring, Luigi, hey. bring your kids a pizza. Why you got to make it a fun? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, uh, ra- no overt racism. Yeah, no overt nah, Italian racism. Not, not, not there, but we had, I mean, it was lovely. The, the beers are giant, nice and frosty and cold. And Who do you think makes tasty. those beers? Uh, I actually know this. Okay. Um... Maybe it's changed. I believe it's a brewery in Florida because of the first Simpsons world that existed. Oh, there. right. Was that? And, and ba- so like the, jo- like it's basically one, it's just Duff beer. Like, so you know how there's like in the show, there's like Duff, Duff dry, Duff mm-hmm. light. The joke like at Simpsons world is like all of those things are being funneled from the same. Okay. Bat. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. Is I there mean, a Duff? There should be a Duff man. There should be someone dressed as Duff man. Oh God. If only that would be a good, I wouldn't mind having that job, but you definitely have to get an older gentleman for well, that they job. Have, they have other people in the park playing characters who walk around in character wearing yeah, I mean, outfits. You can, do that in Simpsons they, Land. They, they do. I mean, you can take pictures with Sideshow Bob or like sometimes. So like, they do have it. They, they do have it. But what, what do you need to take pictures with them for? I don't know. What good does that I just want to see a guy dressed as Duffman going, Duffman is thrusting in the direction of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you said if I sleep with you, I wouldn't have to touch the hobos. Duffman does, does a lot, lot of things. things. Oh, yeah. I just want to do lines with people who are paid to sit there and they have to do lines with me. I feel like every week this podcast becomes about something other than food and comedy. And now it's just about Simpsons. Well, we've been really holding back on on um, injecting this with a lot of Simpsons references. I don't know if whether that was consciously or not. But for the most part in our daily lives, I'd say it's probably 70% Simpsons. Most of our relationship is just talking about Simpsons. Yeah. It's just quoting Simpsons. I mean, that's how we initially bonded. Yeah, that, it was, and, it was, that and shit-talking customers of the place where we were working. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I had a burp. So I had to just move the microphone <laughs> like away a pro. from me. Like, like, a, like a like podcast a pro. Car, pro. I'm not going to lie. I got, when I arrived to the studio <laughs> in, this, uh, in the underground bunker. A.K.A. I, my dining room, and AKA which we call the studio. The war, the war room. Uh, I was greeted with chicken and grits. 
That's true. And it was really, really good. My tasty. roommate made yeah. some chicken and grits. Um, it was really good. That's that's you know, here at uh here at Everett Manor, you never know when you're gonna walk in and be greeted with some delicious grits. This is part of it. I'm not I'm not complaining, baby. I loved him. Um You well, had a good weekend too. You went you ate a lot. I, I did. Well, your birthday's coming up, so I feel like you're going to have a lot of dinners with friends. Well, I got Thanksgiving coming up, and my birthday's right yeah. after Thanksgiving. I went to Roseline uh, this weekend. Uh, been wanting to try it. Yeah. It's like, I feel like there's a lot of restaurants that are like in West Hollywood or even Hollywood that I like read about, and then I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And then I'm like, I'll <laughs> never go I there. heard of it in a magazine. Yeah, like I'll probably never, just because I don't go, really go to that side yeah. of town. It's the same with like Santa Monica. It's like you read about some place, and then yeah, you're like, you look at it, and you're like, you're like Feh. I'll, I'll probably never go there. Yeah, but when I you mean, make the effort, like I, I feel like sometimes it's so. Worth you went it. to Rosaline. You liked I went it. Went to Rosaline. I, I definitely liked it. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, it's very busy. It's like a West Hollywood scene in there. So it's like it's very busy, busy bar. Like food's coming out quick. It's noisy, but like it's, it was fun playing playing the hits of the now. Good place to be yeah. on Saturday night. Good, uh, you know, they have like a nice um, ceviche menu. Of course, obviously, yeah. uh, we got a couple different kinds of ceviche. We got like prawns from the plancha you know like they come with the head on to eat the whole head i love love that of course beef heart skewers probably a highlight for me actually yeah. i i fucking love eating hard on a stick man you're brutal that's I, the most I, brutal, delicious that's the most brutal thing you've ever said i think actually ever. heart for, for people that get weirded out about eating like non-muscle meat but that's the thing heart is muscle so it's like yeah. the regular meat that we all eat is muscle heart's a muscle it's like it's right there why wouldn't you want to eat heart? Yeah. Rocky Mountain oysters. You're just like, why not? <laughs> have just, you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters? I haven't. For those that don't know, Rocky Mountain oysters are testicles. I think everybody knows that, right? I don't think that's common knowledge. Okay. Well, Rocky Mountain oysters is is another name for a testicle. Um, I mean, I, I, guess think, I think our listeners definitely know because they're right. all very smart people. We have a testicle savvy fan base. I can say that with a very little reticence. Uh, I, I've actually had Rocky Mountain oysters. We call our fans testiculates. You know, we haven't we haven't thought of a good name for the, for for our fans. Every well, podcast has one. We don't. It's holding us back, Joel. Yeah, I feel like it really is. Looks like like no we, one's we, like, we I, like. There's no fan club yet. Yeah, pate heads. Oh, I don't like that. Sounds weird. Yap yappers. Yep. <laughs> yappers. That sounds. Hey, you vaguely yap. racist. Hey, you yappers I'm, out there. How you doing? Yappers. Top of the morning. Actually, yappers isn't bad. Yappers. No. Yeah, we'll, no work, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll brainstorm. No. But yeah, I like Roseline and I like, uh, you know, there's not like a lot of like Peruvian food. So it's like, you know, it's nice to go to like a restaurant where it's like a Peruvian restaurant. Yeah. No. There's that place like Balcones on Vine that Los I, Balcones, yeah. I haven't been to in forever, but I remember going there. But it, for the most part, I feel like Peruvian food, not as well represented as uh, other cuisines. So it's definitely, definitely not. Good to see Zarate doing his thing. Yeah. He's fucking master at it's it like too. Beef heart skewers. Jesus Christ. Can you buy? I want to buy a heart and grill it. Is that where do you buy a heart? Just where do you butcher buy a shop? Uh, just roll in. You, and might, be you, like, might, you might be able to just like at a at a butcher shop. Well, that 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 new butcher shop just opened on Melrose Standings. Yeah, used to Jared be a, Standing used to be a butcher at Belcampo yeah. Meat Company. I wonder if you could roll in there and be like, "Yo, hey yo, Jared. Jared, yo Jared, hook yeah. it up with that heart." And he's like, "Get get out." <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think a heart would be intimidating, like. You know, if it, it came just as a whole heart, you'd, you know, you'd have to slice it up. That could, that could be kind of weird. Yeah. Just slicing up a heart. Yeah. I'd I mean, do it. You can cure it. I mean, you can make like, you know, like almost like salami or like whatever out of it. You can do whatever you want to it. Recently, um, I attempted to do the kill method with knives with a lobster instead of... I read this whole thing about like putting lobsters in boiling water... It's actually a very painful way for them to die. Oh, you went like the putting the knife yeah. through the head the and like, splitting way to do it down it is the to head. quickly stab them yeah. in the head yeah. and then like kill them quickly. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm like cooking some lobster. I don't, I don't want to be inhumane. Murdering lobsters. And I tried to do it and it was like so messy. Like it was yeah. a struggle. Was it a the struggle? The lobster's struggling. I'm holding him. I was like, this is not a quick kill. Just throw, just, just throw it in the pot and just don't think about no, it. No, but uh, I don't, yeah. Or how about this? Just do You're throwing I, a live animal in the boiling do, water. That's do what I do. And just don't fucking eat lobster. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. But I feel like if I can handle a struggling giant lobster stabbing it in the face, I can handle a heart. I, I feel like I can slice a heart. Up. I feel like you can handle anything. You're 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 a, you're a progressive man. Like yeah, you, you know how to do stuff. I don't know. Some organ. I think some organ shit would weird me out. Like if I had to like prep a batch of like tripe. There was like yeah, really? wa- wash out all the gross shit from the folds of these intestines. Put some gloves on, baby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I feel like I, I feel like our guest may have some some experience in eating some crazy shit because I'm I know he gets around. Uh, let's welcome 
Shang Wang to the program, folks. Our guest today. Shang Wang. Shang Ahoy. Shang. Ahoy. No, you <laughs> no, don't you can't take what's mine. Joel's no, thing. you did Ahoy Hoy. Oh, that's right. Um, that's that's what how Mr. Burns answers we, the phone. Can we edit this? <laughs> no, absolutely not. We don't have that capability. We have no, no capabilities. I actually, I actually answered the phone Ahoy Hoy all the time. Do or, you? or I do a Homer Simpson yellow, <laughs> just a big hearty yellow. Uh, welcome to the program, Shane. Thanks, man. Thank, thanks, thanks for coming dude. on, man. Thanks for having me. You um, are a stand-up comedian, a television mm-hmm. writer. You're writing on this current season of Fresh Off the Boat. Yep. Uh, also, a, a food lover. Yeah, uh, man. A, 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 and, you know. That's what I... That's, I'm a food lover, for sure. That's how we bonded. That's, that's how we bonded. I mean, I feel like... I don't know. I, I don't know if you're a sports guy, but, like, you know, you see, like, sports people, and they, like, bond over talking about sports. Like, that's food for me. Yeah, damn yeah. right. Food is my sports. So you... Sports is my sport. Sports and then food is your food. And then food is my f- well, food. That's is, very confusing. It's, it's funny. Food is definitely secondary. It okay. actually might be tertiary in my hierarchy. Sports okay. is definitely two. And then what's one? Family. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm with you though. Okay. I feel like yeah. I can't. I can't talk to. I don't. I don't, I don't know much about sports. Yeah. And I just well, have to, get out. When when it, when it gets <laughs> to sports, sports in the group, I just I just I, I clam up. I got nothing to con- contribute. And it's like, but those hot dogs at the sports games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Seriously, like I I think that. Um, food is my sports in both sides. Like a fan, like a sports fan, I'm able to use it to talk with other people and relate to them. And like an athlete, it's going to take years off my life. <laughs> so it's really, you know, food is my sports That's across true. the board. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think like our initial bonding was definitely talking about food because you're always going out. You're always like adventuring in the SGV, the San Gabriel Valley. I mean, okay, I, not often enough. Okay. You know, but... I try to I try to make a day of it. Usually we go hit the botanical garden mm-hmm. up there in Arcadia. Really nice out there. Get a nice walk in. Make and a then, fucking day of it. Yeah. Then we get lunch, or maybe get breakfast first, then go to the gardens, then get lunch. What, what's your What's your top SGV pick right now? I feel like I haven't been out there uh, in way too long. I definitely have been to. You know, Szechuan impression. Yeah, Cheng yeah. Taste. taste. Yeah. Always I've, liked going to the original Din Tai Fung, which I think is gone now in like Montebello. It's in the mall now. Yeah, that's, they moved it to the... the I, I haven't explored the spicy side yet. No. I've, I've the Szechuan? Like yeah, the I have done... I'm, 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 we're going tomorrow. I'm going to check it out tomorrow. But I, I think we're going to Chengdu Taste. Yeah. Yes. So good. Okay, so Tooth, I'm excited. Toothpick lamb. Just... Oh, you've never been? Which one? No. Never oh, the, been. The Tooth, Toothpick Lamb. Toothpick Lamb is oh, okay. I think I saw, yeah. But literally, literally anything there is, is good. Like, awesome. it's just fucking delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. My, my, my spot, is, it's not even, I don't know. I, I have, I go to this place where beef noodle soup is called Dai Ho. It's on Las Tunas in Temple City. Okay. Damn. It's open like a few hours Deep a day. Cut. Yeah, it's where great is though. It? Las Tunas is north? Las Tunas is like an east-west street. North of I ten Temple City. Temple City. Where is that? It's like it's all in the same. It's just all up in it's there. It's like after it's deep SGV. It's before Arcadia. It's, oh, it's south before of, Arcadia. It's, it's south of Arcadia. Wow. I don't. But I don't know. It's shit a great SGV. beef noodle soup place, and then they also do these dry noodles with just real simple, like a pork dry pork sauce kind of thing. Dry noodles. Yeah, they do both. There's a great beef soup that's spicy, right? And then the dry noodles are really bomb too. Damn, that sounds fantastic. So dry noodles meaning no sauce. I mean, it's like a minimal. It's like it's very. It's not in soup. It just means it's not in soup. But it's it's like a little saucy. Do you get so like saucy. the soup and that? So you have like a broth thing and then like a dry noodle situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you some just, people just get the dry noodles? I think some people do just get the dry noodles. Hmm. And then they they have these great little uh, cold dishes like cold apps. You just go up there and grab what you want, so you can just start snacking immediately when you get there. See, I love that. That's uh, why I love great. Korean barbecue because when you sit down, they give you banchan. It's like twenty things, and yeah. then you're like right into it. I love being able to like sit down and dive right in. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to. Uh, so my birthday is next week. I'm turning thirty four. Everybody, oh. um, and yikes, young what? Wow. Wait, how old are you? Thirty seven. Damn. <laughs> wow, I <laughs> feel so young. You're 33. I'm 33. <laughs> I'm going to Parks Barbecue for my birthday, as is uh, I've done the last couple of years. I got to say, it is just always just a fucking pleasure. It's just always nice to sit down with a group of friends and just like immediately there's just little things to snack on before like the main shit comes I think out. in terms of like a convivial like group eating experience, you can't be Korean barbecue. No. I mean, I mean yeah. like pizza, like a pizza party. Obviously, pizza <laughs> is one of those party centric foods. 
Pizza is the ultimate party-centric right, food. Right, yes. The original. If, if you're at a party and there's not pizza, it's, can it, is it truly a or, party? Or if you're at a party and it's kind of late night and everyone's getting kind of fucked up and then and someone then orders, orders a pizza, pizza and like eight pizza shop, you're never happier than that. No, 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 happier. And you're there all night. Yeah, you're, you're raging. Yeah, you're raging. You're raging. I, I got a story that confirms this, but in, in, <laughs> in, in, in the sad, in the opposite. Okay. Because it was a late night in San Francisco. At some, some, someone's house party. Right. I think Garcia was there. Right. Chris Garcia. Chris Garcia. And friend of the show. It was like, it was kind of raging. It was, it was a little out of control, but it kind of like died down a little bit. And then someone ordered pizza and it never came. <laughs> it just oh, never no. came. And this like, is another reason why San Francisco is terrible. You order pizza late night in San Francisco, that's, you will not receive it. That's a, that's a fucking, that's like a horror story. Oh. Kids gather around. We ordered it and it never came. <laughs> we were all so hungry. Everyone we were all was waiting mad. for our pizza. Was it, was it a mess up of the, the fucked up person ordering or was it like, I don't, just they I dropped the ball, no one knows. I couldn't trace, we'll the, never I couldn't trace the breakdown. I was so mad. Yeah. I just kept asking people what And then after an hour, you're like, pizza? it's not coming. But you can't leave because you feel like it might, it might just come. get there. Because as soon as you leave, yeah. it's going to show up. Oh, it was a terrible night. Uh, I the last I time you were in San Francisco, I'm assuming. I should point out. I should point out. Joel has like an, a, a kind of a hatred of San Francisco. You came I'm up from the Bay. You're from Francisco. the Bay. Yeah, I started coming. Oh, so uh, that is unfortunate. So I got love for the Bay. Yeah, you got love for the Bay. Love love for the bay. T- talk about growing up in the Bay because it's like, I mean, it seems like such a hub of like, I mean, Asian food especially, but also just good eating in general. I mean, San Francisco has kind of been renowned as you know, yeah. food town for a long time. I mean, I, I was there like in college days, and right. then um, and I I, start, I spent another like five or so years after that doing stand up. But I don't feel like I was a great explorer of the food scene. College, you, you know, were college at, days, you're just like eating whatever. Where'd you go to college? Berkeley, and then you started stand up shortly after yeah. in the Bay. Yeah, I guess during those days when you're kind of younger, and it's like. I mean, I, I, I think the same thing. I look back and I'm like, I, I could have been exploring so much more. You're, you don't I, you know, you really get it when you're, when you're that yeah, young. Yeah, man. You got kids still. I'm eating, I don't know, Baja Fresh and stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you went to USC and you ate Subway Well, the thing day. was, at USC, I didn't have a car. So I'm living in LA without a car and I don't know shit about the city. So I'm like, yeah, Baja Fresh is great. I fucking love Baja Fresh. It's I'm, fresh. I went Baja Fresh all fucking That's time. fucking seat yeah. table. I'm not going to sit here and shit on Baja Fresh. Not I'm not. Do it. I'm not either. Their rice is delicious. Not gonna do it. Their rice is delicious. I mean, I probably haven't been there in years, but it's like they can I'm make not... the hell out of a taco al carbone. <laughs> that was probably the first taco al carbone I ever had. So good. Ugh. When did you start getting more that. adventurous, though? Like, you know, you're coming up. You're doing. You're doing. I mean, you're doing shows. You're living in the city. Were you I, living in the Mission? No, I never lived in the in San Francisco. I was always in the East Bay, so uh, Berkeley, okay. Oakland, right? Um, and this is back before Oakland is like. A hot spot like it is now. Now yeah, it's like it was, you got fucking third wave coffee shops and natural wine bars it was, all over the goddamn place. It was slowly place. happening at the time. Okay. But, you, know, you, you saw the foundation. Totally different now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the burritos, I mean, I feel like it's, 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 it's already, I have to say, to talk about burritos. I have to say like <laughs> I had, you know, like Garcia and all these SF comics that lived in the mission and I would go up there all the time. The burritos there are just better. Like it's, there's something about a mission burrito that's I like, just want to... They're so good. What? <laughs> first of all, what? first of all, what bur- is going on? Burritos were invented there. That's it's true. I don't care. The birthplace of burritos. That's great. So I mean, it's a burrito homeland. So there's reverence for the burrito. <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of different places who put a spin. There's one place that I always loved because I always felt like you get these burritos and there's so much rice that it's like in the way. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, rice is fine, but it's like there's a place there that does a no rice burrito. I believe it's just beans. And it's like amazing. It's like a flavor missile. It's like there's no there's <laughs> flavor no, missile. There's no fluff. You're, you're not getting oh. like overly full from just a lot of carbs. You're like getting the flavor. There's some beans in there, but it's like, I think it's, is it El Farolito? Is it, it El Cumbre? It might be. I don't know. I, I forget which one it is. You can't, I don't know. You can just, all they're all, they're all good to me. I, I, I feel like, I mean, I, I go to Pancho Villas a lot and I just feel yeah. like for me, it's almost about the salsa bar. Yeah. I get all I get so many little things with all the sauces and basically I don't know if this is how normally everyone eats burritos but you know you start from the top but right. I I pour salsa on top of you know like 
I would like clear one section and then salsa that the right. next fresh and then just kind of right. methodically it's, it's like typewriter like, style. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 two yeah. or three bites across <laughs> and then bing and then yeah. you re you re salsa. Yes, re salsa. That's actually a really good way to do it because then you get maximum salsa coverage, but you also get maximum variety as you go down. Exactly. Damn, that's smart. You're, you're, that's how I burrito, man. You're you're a thinker. <laughs> I am. You're a, you're to, a thinking to, man's eater. To my detriment at times, but okay, fair enough. Well, I feel like a, a lot of comics, you know, we're in our heads oh, uh, in various situations and and whatnot, various neuroses. But like, I feel like when you you know apply a strategic eating approach, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, I'm composing a, a forkful, and I want every little guy. I want like each forceful to represent the full breadth of the plate. See, and people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm fucking flavor stacking over here. See, I don't have time for your questions." That doesn't I'm necessarily building a forkful, motherfucker. That doesn't necessarily matter to me. What matters to me is the is my last bite. Mm. It's not what happens mm. during it. It's the it's the absolute last bite. I well, would I have like if with everything that I eat the optimal last bite. Like if I eat a burrito, I want to have the corner right. of you the burrito that, that has heel. a little bit. No, you don't want more, that weird I want, I want, No, I want like the corner that has more tortilla in it. Really? And then almost the, the, everything else. The little else. fold that you get at the end is all tortilla. There's nothing good in there. The meat's gone, baby. <laughs> That's There's no funny. meat in there. I respect you for loving that. I respect you I, for appreciating I, that. Because one of my favorite, like growing up and like shit and like going to the public school system, you would have like burritos that came and they were like a dollar. The best bite of it was just always the edges. That was just well, the well, because they've gotten so, crisp. Well, well because well, this, this is the difference in burritos. Like some burritos are just like full, like shitty burritos. Like yes. the ones you get are just it's meat filling. Right. It's all one. Yeah, thing. It's all paste. It's, it's all, just it's a all, paste. It all has the same flavor. Right. You get a burrito that has like segmented like lettuce and this and this and this and this. Yeah, your last bite's not gonna have all of the uh, right. all those notes. You're right. So it really just depends what kind it is. But I always like even if I have the one that's segmented, I still want that last bite of that. That just like double layered tortilla corner butt piece. I can kind <laughs> I of fucking love. I it. can kind of identify with that because, like, if I'm eating a meal, I think subconsciously I'm always planning what my last bite of the plate is going to be, and I want it to be the best thing. So you want like, it to be the. So if it's like yeah. a bite. meat, if it's like meat with like some other shit, I'm like I'm saving like a very juicy bite of the meat for like the final bite because <laughs> that's what that's what sticks with you. Right. The whole meal is like prepar- preparing for one bite. But I also it think really it's important is. to have. You know, like, uh, it, it depends on what you're eating, obviously. But an integrated forkful, I think, is important. Integrated forkful is always, like, it is extremely important. For example, like Thanksgiving. Ooh. Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving right? is coming up. The, the, la- the last bite that I want in Thanksgiving is basically just, like, a little bit of potatoes that have some gravy right. on it, maybe some stuffing, right. and then you would, a roll, and you just, like, sweep everything up and put it into your mouth. And then you're like, okay, I'm done. No, see, Because my- nothing is going to be better than that. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to roll for the last bite. I would want turkey, potato, and gravy for the last bite. Because that's was, like that. that's like the essence. And that's also like, that's the best combo. Gravy, turkey, potato. That's the trifecta of Thanksgiving. See, I love bread. I want to end stuffing. on that well, bread I get some stuffing. Some stuffing on that carb, on yeah. yeah. You went to a really cool Friendsgiving dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to... You uh, guys went like all out. I was on Instagram like, damn. Oh, yeah. Joel no. is we styling had, uh, out. We uh, it was it was great. It was about ten of us uh, over at, at our friend's house in Playa, and um, every you know it was like potlucky. You know, people brought certain things. I made mac and cheese made with uh, like truffle shavings that I got from Monster. You Marcel. bought a black truffle. I bought bought a black mm, truffle. Damn. Um, I have like a whole one. This is and why I, you hang out with chefs. And I, sha- no and I shaved is... the entire the entire. <laughs> no one else thing. is going to do this. I shaved the entire thing on the, on top of this mac and cheese that I made with Velveeta. <laughs> and wow. It was Velveeta. It was Velveeta, Gruyere, sharp sharp cheddar, Jesus. white cheddar, and Parmesan. And <laughs> and it was it was just like only class, chefs are damaged enough to put black truffle trash, into Velveeta. Trash baby, class that's, and trash that mixed together. So good. But I shaved the entire thing on top of it after we baked the mac and cheese. And it was just like you do breadcrumbs. Oh, panko, oh, panko, and I toasted it mm. in like a pound of fucking butter. Damn, it was just panko crusted on top. Yeah, with the truffles on top of yeah. that. Yeah, fresh truffles after it came out. But we had like lamb, like human uh, spiced lamb, Jesus. beer can, chicken. Oh, we I saw your sca- beer can scallop. But yeah, we used that a was 20, like picture. a twenty four fucking uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby. Nothing, nothing better. Do you cook it in a, a big green egg? We cooked it in a big. Br- That's the green best egg, way to yeah. cook a beer can. Cook, oh, cooked man. in a big green egg. Keeps it so juicy. Uh, you know, great. You know, you know, had like uh, cider and bourbon. Did you pour out half the beer before you inserted it into the bird? Uh, I don't. I didn't take care of the beer can check. Someone okay. else did. Okay. So I can't confirm. That sounds that. like a stellar friend. Were you the only chef? 
Yeah, I was in a mix. chef, but like other, I mean, everyone else good at was in like like fields, but they all they all cook, you know. Yeah, they all cook. Damn, that's the kind of friendsgiving you want to go. It to. was it comedians' was friendsgivings are like not only oh, sad man. as fuck. Someone's like made a casserole. It's like ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, if anyone brings a, ca- a casserole, it's like someone walks into to a friendsgiving and they're like, I brought a I brought a casserole. You're like. I'm I'm being hasty. There are people in the in the comic world that can fucking cook well, but I'm saying in general, a comedian's friendsgiving is a much sadder affair. It's all like self self deprecating. You're, you're doing a you're doing a friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just that, that note on that last thing. I I brought a piece of just a what was it like a, like a short rib, small little steak or like a couple of strips. To one one of our comedian friends' birthdays, and, and people were and like, people, "Oh my God, Shang, what is this?" People were gathered around like the grill. Hero. It was like a crowd. That minstrels wrote songs about you after you right. left. Let Shang me tell Wang. the tale of Shang, hero Wang. of the party. That's hilarious. Ga- gather around, ye folk, and listen to our tale of Shang. One Wang. friendsgiving years ago, Shang saved the night with short rib. Well, that's the thing. You show up with anything that's like, like fucking, like you put any thought into. People are like, "Damn." <laughs> Shang's, Shang's like fucking killing it, dude. It was, I, I, they're like, dude, you should open your own restaurant. <laughs> you should open up Shang Wang's. That's actually it. a great. You rolled you rolled in with short rib to cook and then cooked it there. Yeah, that's a great that's move. Baller, that's because baller short move. rib it cooks quick because it's thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fatty. You take it out of a marinade. You throw it right on the grill. It's like cooks quick, grills quick. So not no one's waiting. It was good. Was like, people know, love it. People loved it. Yeah, crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. Um, but yeah, we're having folks over. You're doing the bird this we're year. We're doing. We're doing. We're going to my, my girlfriend's aunt's house to have a, a Marie Calendar spread for lunch. Oh, so you're gonna have like the Ooh, suburb spread. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna, have the, we're going to do the suburbs in, in Riverside. Marie Calendars. I feel like I feel like I've had a pie from Marie Calendars. I don't know if I've ever actually like, been to a Marie Calendar. I've restaurant. definitely been to a Marie Calendar. Is it good? I I was like eight. Okay. So or ten. Yeah. Something like that. Like it was, it was good. It was. It was it, I definitely probably got like chicken fingers. They're probably not offensive. Okay. Yeah. How does it stand in like the chain restaurant like stratosphere? Like Mar- in the hierarchy? Where is Marie Calendars in the hierarchy? Yeah, the like you don't really see a lot of. It's them. like a Caro's, you know, yeah. or a Coco's. I've never really been to it. It's, it's above Denny's. It's above Denny's. It's oh, like, it better it's a, be. Denny's is <laughs> above like a. Cra- it's like above like Cracker Barrel. It's definitely above yeah. like Sizzler. I, I, think. Yeah. I hope so. Those are all terrible. Marie Calendar's is like more just kind of it's like a it's like a diner. It's just, yeah. it's it's a di- it's, it's like, like Uncle a, Mo's family feed bag. It's a place where you can take your family. It's like a good family. Establishment. Yeah, it's a good family establishment. Maybe you'll spend about thirty five dollars on everybody. You get a piece of pie, and then you call a night. So you're gonna have like a very bland suburban. It's still food good. Experience. I still enjoy it. Okay. I still enjoy it. <laughs> okay, it's still good. Um, and then we're gonna go home and, and I'm yeah I'm cooking. Uh, I got. Of a turkey, a heritage bird. Oh, they told me it was a heritage bird. Oh, it was damn. A, a bourbon red. You went all out. It cost a lot. Where'd you go for it? It was at the farmer's market. Okay. Hollywood? $900. Culver City. Culver City. Yeah, you yeah. live in the West Side. Yeah. So uh, they say it's better. I, I haven't. So this is a stand it. at the farmer's market where they bring in, like, they work with ranchers and bring in, like, pasture yeah, well, this animals. Yeah, this, this is the rancher. This is the rancher. Yeah. Okay. How big, how big is the bird that you got? Thirteen and a half. Nice. Yeah. So it's a red I bourbon. Have, I want a, a bourbon red. I think. Does it mean it has red? Like. No, I think that's maybe. Or? I don't know. That might be the feather situation. If you don't drink wild turkey at this meal, you're <laughs> fucking up. You're just messing I up. Think, I think we have wild right. turkey yeah. at home. <laughs> the, the the wild turkey is gonna be the bird. You're gonna take a bite and be like, "Damn, Damn. that's some wild turkey. <laughs> some wild, that's wild juicy." What's your what's your plan? Are you doing dry brine? I mean, that's a big I'm bird. Doing, Thirteen I, pounds. Yeah, I'm doing the dry brine and then the spatchcock. Okay. Nice. Okay, so yeah. I want to I want to talk about spatchcock because last year at Thanksgiving it was a little controversial. So most of our listeners probably know a classic spatchcock is when you it's usually with a chicken. You break mm. the breastbone, remove the spine, and so it's kind of splayed down. It's flat. It's, it's easier like to how cook. they do at El right. Pollo Loco. So yes. it, it can kind of all of it can contact a cooking service and it can cook kind of more evenly. Yes. So I read about this thing. I apparently it's like an Argentine style spatchcocking for turkey because a, tur- a turkey the problem is the spine is thicker. So it's hard to do like a chicken style spatchcock where you pull out the spine. A, so I read this thing <laughs> where it's like all you do instead of taking out the spine, you cut the you remove the feet from the breast, the legs, the yeah. legs and the breast get separated. That's the spatchcock. So we did this. My parents were very skeptical. They're like, you're cutting apart the turkey. What are you doing? Here's what we did. <laughs> Carl, so, if you fuck this up, you're out of the family. We fucking because apparently the problem with the turkey is by the time the thick breast meat is is done through. 
the legs are already starting to dry because they've been done. Yeah, they've they're been not done. Stick. Yeah. So apparently this method allows you to pull out the legs before. And that's what we did. And we also did a dry brine on both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it worked fucking, it was the juiciest fucking turkey. Everyone was like, this is the method. Like this is the what parents, we're doing forever. The parents who were initially skeptical were like one, like all the adults who were like, they read about it on the internet. They're cutting up the turkey. <laughs> when, they, when it hit the table, it was like juicy, like dripping juicy. Take that older generation. I was like ha. fucking, I mean, it felt good. Plus, unlike a chicken spatchcock where the bird is then, you know, it's butterfly, the, the spine's out. With this, for the presentation of bringing it to the table, you just put the legs back yeah. next to the breast and it looks oh, right, fine. Right. Then you, no one's the wiser. Yeah, then because you know, we got to do like the traditional carving at the table situation. Right. So it, it, it works a, super Electric well. knife or regular knife? Um, we do a regular knife for like the initial carve. Yeah. And then electric and then for everything we, else? We, we go in. Yeah, there you go. We get it. We get in. So you're saying you're going to do a classic spatchcock and take out the spine. Of yeah, man. I, that's, I, I just ordered the shears. That's heavy duty, dude. It's, it is, man. It kind of, it, it was a moment last year. I got a little tense in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have as, as big a bird last year? I think it was a little smaller last year. Okay. I got, it was like a, old, you got to go to work. You got to get like your gloves and a fucking the shears and a fucking, yeah, man, that's surgery. It's tough, dude. That's, that's a, that's big, man. Have you ever spatchcocked a turkey, Joel? No, I've never spatchcocked a turkey. Damn. Because they they have a they have a thick ass spine. They do. I mean, like I was worried about ruining all the knives and I, right. we didn't have the proper cleavers. We just had yeah. just regular, you know, But chef you knives. did it last year. Yeah, it, it works. It, we got it to work. I mean, did, I, did you I, hack it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a yeah. it, it was ugly, man. Uh, I didn't like it. Crime scene. Yeah. But, but so what are you what are you like, gonna do this year different in terms of aesthetics? Are you just gonna Well say, I got shear I ordered these shears. There's there's spo- oh, poultry oh, shears. Okay. Kitchen kitchen. Nice. Scissors. And then what? Dry brine it? Dry brine it a couple then, of days ahead. Okay. And then uh right into I the think, oven. Yeah. Damn. It's supposed to be good. I, I it turned out pretty well last time. I, I kinda pulled it a little early. Being being <laughs> solely in charge of the bird is like that's a lot of pressure on Thanksgiving. Because yeah. it's like if the bird if the bird's not right it's like a, a side's fucked up it's like it, don't worry about that but like if the bird's not right I feel like it, nah it all has to be good it all has to be good you can't you can't ha- you can't have one without the other you can't have bad sides and good turkey or bad turkey and good sides that's true they, they it's like they yeah. cohabitate really that's well true. it's synergy yeah are you just doing the bird and it's counting synergy on- <laughs> yeah I mean it, yeah it's Thanksgiving it's Thanksgiving synergy I feel, it's like a- I feel like there's pressure on everybody. To bring something. What if you're the one person who shows up to a Friendsgiving with a subpar thing and you know no one's eating it? That's, that's true. That's demoralizing. Yeah, and you right. run the risk of not getting invited back next Damn, year. Damn, you're right. The stakes are high. Why do you think I brought the truffle? The stakes are high. Stakes are high, baby. That's why you see all these articles. Like It's funny. Like Food media around Thanksgiving is always like, you better not fuck it up. Here is their <laughs> tried and true methods. Like super simple. Because like... You know, it, it, it plays on like everyone's like stressed out about Thanksgiving because it's the holidays, relatives are there, it's stressful, and then like yeah. the pressure of the meal. So it's always like, you know, all these articles like no stress methods, like easy way to do it. And it's like, you know, yeah, everyone's stressed out. Everyone's stressed out. Farms and have them deliver everything to you. Right. There's appeal for that, man. No I get stress. it. People go out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. There's like a more, more and more restaurants, like good, better restaurants, do special like turkeys and stuff and mm-hmm. sides for, for like the locals and shit. And people, they love it. Yeah, if you're people just like a, if you're just like a couple and you're like I don't want to fucking do a whole meal with people, just go have a nice dinner somewhere. Yeah, would, some people don't want to cook. You kind of take I, that for granted because we all love cooking. I prefer not but. to cook on Thanksgiving or any major holiday. Oh, that's because you cook every fucking day. I don't really cook every day, but <laughs> what are you gonna do that's, for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're gonna try to keep it low key. I mean, we're gonna go visit some some family. I don't I don't know if we're like going to stay for an entire fair at any Are you going to are you going to bring a side? You're not going to be doing truffle mac, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm going to I think I'm going to bring pie. Nice. Like just a pie that you buy? No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to have uh, our pastry chef make it. <laughs> that's the move. You I was just like, hey, Rebecca. That's the advantage of, of having your own restaurant. I'd be like, I'm going to get our amazing pastry chef, Rebecca, to bake a pie for me and then roll into a party with an amazing pie. I commissioned this pie. Yeah, no, nah, no, I'm going to take all the credit for it. Are you kidding me? And I'm just going to be like, Dude. I slaved over this pie. It's so funny. So I'm going to Salt Lake City where my older brother lives and uh, his wife's family all live in Colorado. And his wife's mom drives from Denver to Salt Lake City and she stops at this like, I guess it's in like rural Colorado. I don't even know where it is to get these pies. And she buys like five of these pies from this like old pie woman. And you have to like, order. <laughs> you literally have to order them months in advance for Thanksgiving, like months. 
Yeah, I think you have to like call her on the phone because she doesn't have Hello, email. old pie woman. Yeah. I'm gonna need five in December. <laughs> and then she shows up and she like wraps them in blankets and like puts them in the back of her car and drives to fucking Utah. And and, wow. and let me tell you, I don't know what this old pie woman was doing, but these pies are fucking sensational. What kind of, are they like? Are they sweet pies? Are they yeah, like, no. Like, she she brings the full gamut. There's always like definitely one or two apple. Okay. A blue the blueberry is like my absolute. But then like. Like a strawberry rhubarb, like ooh, ooh. sleeper hit. Strawberry rhubarb blew me <laughs> away. Sleeper hit. Strawberry sleeper rhubarb blew me away hit. last year. I love rhubarb. Because I'm like a blueberry guy. Like blueberry with a scoop of vanilla ice cream, probably like my ideal pie. Yeah. And like, if I'm in the south, like a sweet potato or a yam situation, you're, you're I an olive mode guy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. Like I like olive mode is a must. Whipped cream. Well, yeah. How like like I'm not a big like, pie person. Real general. whipped cream. I think I have pie once a year on Thanksgiving. So uh, really, yeah. you should have more pie. I, I always. I don't know. I'm always like. Do you cake? Do I like cake? Yeah, you no, cake. No. Are you cake? The, no. the great debate <laughs> is cake versus pie. You got to take sides, man. Pizza. All right. I well, that's a, that's a type of pie. Or wait, pizzas. Pizzas a pie. They call it pie. Pizza pie, go. baby. Na- nailed it. Well, that's the thing. Pizza is a pie because pies can be savory. Like in America, we always think sweet pies. You know, sliced pie. But like. You know, in Australia, it's like well, meat pies. Meat, yeah, yeah. Mm. UK meat pies are like kangaroo pie, regular wallaby pie. I yeah. think I think an Australian meat pie place opened in LA, and I've never, I think it's called Winston. Never heard. Oh no, there's a place called it. Winston's Pies that opened, but oh, the like it's on Aussie Pie Shop. Yeah, you would think that meat in pie would be like way more popular in the United States. Like you have a chicken pot pie that everyone knows. Like that's like how popular is chicken pot pie. I guess it's like a niche thing, but that's it's... that's like something that you would like have at home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like a very like homey kind of thing. You buy yeah. pie crust, you be, you make like the fucking, chicken like, pot chicken pie shit. is relegated to either like TV dinner. Mm-hmm. If you saw chicken pot pie on a menu at a restaurant, would you order it? I would be very interested that I saw it, and I also might order it just because I'm like the only place I've seen a chicken pot pie on the menu was Redbird. Redbird had a chicken pot pie. I'm not sure if they still do. I like that, and it was good. It was definitely tasty, but it was like you know. It was, Pie crust and and I like what you would expect. It was exactly what you would but expect. What about it like good. you know? I remember I having would. like a beef pot pie growing up. That like you know, my mom didn't make it, but it was like something she like that was frozen and like it was loving probably it. Marie so Callender's good. frozen pot pie. It probably was, yeah. and it was so good. Yeah, I, I would start. I think I, I don't know. At a certain point, I would. I started thinking about ordering pot pies at restaurants more. Yeah. That wasn't a, always the case. But it's not always. It's not like always an option. But you it's like, would you, would you really like if it's like the dead of summer in Los Angeles, or you're like, right. man, I can't wait to eat this that's pot the thing. pie on the uh, al fresco. Well, you know? that's the thing. They're niche. <laughs> they're viewed as like a comfort food. In, in the same way that I think this is interesting. Getting back to Thanksgiving, like turkey, like a roast turkey. Turkey never made it like as like a meat on its own it's become so like attached to thanksgiving and it's such a niche thing it's like you never like just get a turkey leg it's a shame you never see just turkey on the menu with like steak you, and chicken you you can at universal studios you can at oh, disneyland <laughs> and universal that's my favorite part yeah. is it is it because we think of <laughs> actually the chimichang is a disneyland that are my favorite part because they're full of that meat filling that and they just deep mm. fried a fucking meat, it's not like, turkey burrito. is it in the chimichanga? Yes. It's, it's a meat pie. I don't know what it is inside there. It could be anything, honestly. I think it's I'm because gonna, it's we delicious. all have these uh, the connotations of like the dry Thanksgiving turkey. No one, no one would ever get like a turkey. Like you never see like a turkey leg at like a hip restaurant. You should. You should. You should. Actually, animal. Legs. Thank Anim- God for animal. Animal though. had a turkey leg with like I, I bet it was, it was like so white, good. It was like white barbecue sauce or something like that. I bet like it was that. so It was on good. when uh, Jonathan White. I'm not sure if it's still on the menu, but okay. when Whitener was there before he opened up, Piers looking at you. That was like one of their their big things. The Turkey Council needs to like hire kale. Is there a Turkey PR. Council? Well, there's like a, I'm sure there's like a turkey. American Turkey Council. There's got to the be right. There's a some I'm sort sure. of trade association for turkey farmers. Those fucking gobblers just like they gotta out get a new shit. table. They Big gotta turkey. get a new campaign going, man. They gotta do something. Turkey, it's not just for Thanksgiving. Seriously, they need turkey. To... Please eat it literally any other time, but this one week. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have turkey sausage. You have a whole but market like, for you, turkey as an like, alternative tur- to but bacon. But turkey is like you. You're not. You're always gonna be able to sell turkey because you're always gonna need like sliced turkey for like delis. And well, that's the thing. Like that's turkey like is very pretty popular... prevalent in the sliced cold cut department. Right. That's but why, but why that and not like as a as a roasted turkey? Nowhere near. Like, you know, you ever West, see fried turkey? You know turkey strips Western, at Western Bagel. Turkey tenders. Have, Where's the turkey, turkey tenders, tenders people? At Western Bagel, they have they like one like they just make a roast turkey, 
like roast turkey breast. Okay. And it's always hot and it's underneath this like cloche. Yeah. And they and their turkey sandwiches are like sliced Dude, off that. Wait, and it's is delicious. it a rotisserie turkey? On a bagel, yeah. Where great. are the rotisserie turkeys? Rotisserie chicken's so good. Oh, yeah. Do turkey the same way. Won't be dry. Why are you giving out like we're gonna open this? You're right. Yeah. It's like turkey. I let, I'll walk into a Ralph's. I'll buy a Ralph's call, rotisserie chicken. Di- jive turkey. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I, wanted, I was like thinking about a shit on that. And call it like, the jive and actually, dive, baby. It's going to be a dive idea. bar, but also serve a lot of rotisserie ch- turkey. Mm, that's a great idea. I'll go there. I don't, I don't know. Turkey is like, it would be a great bar food. You can do so many things with turkey, and it's like salty. Turkey chili. You see turkey chili a lot. Tur- yeah. Turkey somehow became like... An alternative to quote unquote less turkey, yeah. like healthy meats. Like, oh, I'm gonna have turkey bacon because right. it's like healthier, not yeah, as much fat. Stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. And if and you eat turkey also, bacon, you're stupid. Yeah, you, if you send me bacon, your hate mail. If you please. eat turkey bacon, you're you're stupid. You are stupid. That, yeah, just eat regular turkey or regular bacon. Don't try to. What do you do? Yeah, well, yeah. Knock it off. Tur- knock it off. My love for turkey is still growing. Okay, I, I'm still exploring turkey. But have you ever made it in a non-Thanksgiving context at home? I, 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 at the Renaissance Fair at Disneyland yeah. at Universal. No, but you cooked it yeah, personally. No, but I have picked it up at the grocery store. They have uh, sprouts that just have cooked turkey, and those little rotisserie chicken containers. It's just yeah. turkey inside. It's great. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe maybe turkey's not doing as bad as I'm I'm, I'm saying. Turkey's turkey's had it's its moment up. in the sun. I don't know forever. Also, it does have like a whole meal. Also, the other side of this coin is like I like the idea of a Thanksgiving that's not turkey based. Where it's like, when I was a kid, I always wanted like a big honey glazed ham because my parents would never let me have ham. So like my dream was to be like, we're not even doing a turkey this year. We're getting a giant fucking honey if baked I, if ham. I went to, by the way, if I went to a Thanksgiving and it was just a ham, as you're like, I would be fucking pissed. <laughs> I would yeah, be man. fucking pissed. I would you. walk in and I would take my mac and cheese. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Fucking yeah. gone. <laughs> oh, Joe, Joe bounced with the truffle mac <laughs> and cheese. The party's over. Or I'm just Let's order in, a pizza. Oh, it never came. came. Yeah. Or I'll just be sitting in the corner and be like, you guys don't get any of this. And I'll just eat the entire mac and cheese myself. That's While a real I power chastise move. you for not having. That's turkey. a real power move. You show up with a potluck and then just eat the whole, whole thing. thing. I didn't make that much. I'm sorry. I yeah. thought I made more. Just eat all the. It's truffles. like saying you're bringing champagne to a to an event and it's a split. <laughs> <laughs> I'll often bring a bottle of wine. Well, here's what I'll do. I'll bring a bottle of wine that I'm like giving to the host, and then another bottle that I then open immediately because it's what I want to drink. <laughs> Is it different? Yeah, or, and then you like just it, hoard sometimes it for it's yourself. not, sometimes it is. But like, I feel like if you bring one bottle of wine and you give it to the hosts as like you know a housewarming gift, right. or even at just at a party, like you're kind of like you're, that's kind of like a gift to them. So then it's kind of theirs to do with what they want. But then if you want to drink something, you know, it's like maybe there's like shitty wine at the party and you wanted to bring something good. That's where the second bottle comes. Maybe in. you're just going to bad parties. Well, I'm talking like a house party situation where there's probably just a lot of like cheap beer and cheap wine, and it's like maybe you don't want to drink that, or maybe I do. Mm. I feel like I'm like you know I'm, th- I'm about to be 34 guys my palate is a little more refined as you mature <laughs> I your mean, taste matures even as well. in college my, my kind of signature move in college was to roll up to a party with a whole bottle of whiskey because college parties the keg would always run out there would you know like a house party like Everyone would run out of booze there's, there's too much and Malibu then you'd be scrambling and... for booze people would be hiding beers you'd have to go on a beer run I would just have a bottle of whiskey, sipping it now and again, pouring some in other people's cups, and then yours, yours fucking sitting pretty. Smooth. That's smooth move. Yeah. And then somebody orders pizza, and it never shows up, and the party's ruined. <laughs> the party's fucking because ruined. the party was in San Francisco. Oh, the pizza. LA delivery guys don't do that shit, by the way. I don't, I don't know if this is in LA, San Francisco. They, they won't forget their pies, baby. Well, it, it sounds like we all have a pretty good Thanksgiving situation to look forward to. So I'll, I'll be in Salt Lake City. Um, my older brother ordered. So last year we did the dry brine Argentine spatchcock. This year there's like a um, like a pastured animals heritage bird butcher shop in Salt Lake City that's apparently new. Beltex Meats, and uh, my brother ordered a pre brined bird. So I've never done the pre brine, but it's like I trust a professional yeah, butcher. Yeah, I mean if you're getting it from like I trust that's a professional butcher like to fucking brine a bird real sure. nice. Why they just like fuck it up and it's just like <laughs> terrible? No, he says his butcher shop's great, and I gotta say this whole trend of like fucking cool ass butcher shop. It's I coming lo- back, baby. I love it so much. It's coming back. I really want to go to Standings actually, because I he he worked at Bel Campo and yeah. I always saw that dude around and I was like. I, I think they're definitely going to be on an uptick. It's like the classic, like old school. Like I want to go to a butcher shop where it's like a guy in a paper hat 
and like a white, yeah. just like a white apron, and there's just like like sausage links hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. You know what I love? It. Like, you know how they have? Well, first of all, they're wearing like chain. You know, they have like that chain thing. Um, it's like it's like a guard that they wear. And chain then they, mail. Yeah, like they have knife. like a chain mail like <laughs> like skirt. I guess they're rocking a chain skirt. Uh, and then skirt. they have like a metal sheath thing oh, yeah. where it's like multiple sheaths. You've seen that sheets within sheets, like rusty, yeah, Russian. Yeah, but it's not dolls. one sheath. It's like it's like a metal thing where like five knives can fit in. Like wow. on the head, it just looks super badass. It is, Warrior. That is super bad. I mean, being able to take apart large animals is that's a that's a fucking badass. Assignment. I actually like almost like there was like that time in L.A. when like Lindy and Grundy had opened and like oh, oh yeah. artisanal butcher shops were back and it was like hip and there was like all these butcher shops. I was almost like I want to like learn, learn how to yeah. be a butcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, there's classes. You should we should we should take a class. I would love to do like a whole hog butchery class with you. Yeah, guys. man, that down. would be fun. As you know, you fuck. just call down. up uh, Christian; he'll teach you how to do it. I know, <laughs> but the thing is, he's busy, and it's like, you know, it's like Christian. Yeah, can I like I tag along? Like, you know, I would he's want such some... a nice guy. He'd probably he probably like yeah. he probably would butcher ride along. Yeah, I butcher, mean butcher ride along. <laughs> I mean, starring Kevin Hart <laughs> as as a chef who you know had culinary training and has worked in many restaurants, like. Do you feel confident that if someone put a whole hog in front of you and was like, break it down, you could do it? Or you would be like, um, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I could, kind of, but I, I wouldn't, I mean, these people like, like who right. I have butcher shop. Like, this is what, the, that is what they're doing. Right. They're not like developing flavors. They're taking apart right. animals like as proper as proper can possibly be. Right. That's why I think as much as like, I think I would love being a butcher. I don't think it has that component. You're kind of just like by yourself in the shop taking you be really animal parts all day. About that. Like yeah. that you have to really like... I mean, cooking, you, you get really to cook, you get to be in the kitchen, you get to interact with the customer if you're, you're on the line, you know, like you, if you have an open kitchen. Yeah. Or if you're, even if you're back in the kitchen, you have like the team down. Butcher, it just seems like you're back there slaving away like by yourself. I like... It's just you and the meat, baby. The idea is, is I like taking apart uh, like a whole bird after it's cooked. I like I like doing it in the post cooking. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's my favorite part. I love taking you know taking all the meat off like a whole chicken. You mean like once it's once it's good to go, you're at the table and you're carving it up, yeah. separating all like breaking all yeah, the like, things, separating I like, joints, you, getting through like yeah. all the stuff. It's because it's kind of it's very like it's like almost like poetic because you have to figure out like where all these like. It, all, where everything connects, yeah, how to take it apart properly. That's it's cool. It's a, it, it is definitely a nice. I actually to have. like that. It's too. an educational experience. I like you know, like when you see a whole animal cooked. I mean, obviously the most common thing is like a, you know roast the whole chicken because that's easy. But when you see like a whole pig cooked at like a pig, it's like it's cool to have the whole animal cooked as one and then dismantled. Take it apart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and and part of it is that you, I'm snacking as I'm doing it, and it's usually way, it's way too hot, but mm-hmm. I'm still you know right. rushing into this process. If you're right. not eating as you're carving a cooked no. like piece of meat, you're just not doing just, it right. That's the best. You should revoke your card. <laughs> that's why I love carving Thanksgiving turkey, because you're like, you're sampling a little dark meat from down there. You just got a little dark meat, a little yeah. this. Just... Also, here's the other thing. Shang, I think we may have had this conversation. Like, The people that like prefer white meat to dark meat, mm-hmm. baffling to me. Yeah. Dark meat is objectively better. It's juicier. It has more fat. It tastes better. Who wants white meat? I want both. Yeah, but Honestly. if it comes down to it, people. Some people think dark meat is gross. I I don't understand that. It just it's it is. I think it is. I mean, is it, it is, is more it flavorful? White, is it white people? Are we the problem here? Are you the problem? Because <laughs> I feel like we've talked about the thing. Asians. Don't think, I don't think it's Asian. I don't think it's our problem. I, don't I think feel like Asians it. like really it's embrace definitely not dark Latin meat. People's problem. They don't fucking white people have this reputation for having like shitty bland food, and it's like I guess that's like kind of not true, but like is it also it, true? It. Here's the other thing that I wanted to get to before we have to go. Somehow, like in this in this you know in this time where white supremacy is ringing its head, bigotry has been empowered, and people are shitting on white supremacists, and you know maybe just shitting on the shitty white male archetype in general, which I'm totally for. Somehow. <laughs> Mayo got conflated in this racial dialogue, and everyone's shitting on mayo, and I do not like to see this because mayo is amazing, and I don't think it should be white supremacy's over here. Mayo's way over here. Let's not <laughs> conflate these asshole neo Nazis with anything to do with mayonnaise. Like, I, is mayonnaise like a, like specifically a white person thing? I don't think it is. It's not. It's definitely it's not. not. I mean, like, I mean, like in like. There's Cupy mayo, which is like an MSG. Like Asians a mayo, love mayo. Like, which, which Asians yeah, love mayo. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a sweeter mayo it's a sweet, out there. For some reason, mayo mayonnaise has, has come to represent mm-hmm. like but, the bland white bread taste buds of white America. 
which I I don't think mayo should be a May, stand-in. Maybe for that. maybe like best food just needs to rebrand itself and just call itself aioli. <laughs> well, like I just love mayo so much. Mayo is is okay. It took me a long. Actually, mayo's my favorite condiment. It took me a while to barbecue sauce, but what? mayo took mayo barbecue took a long sauce time. like from a bottle. What maybe, you put bottled maybe? barbecue sauce over mayonnaise on? Sir, I mean, on like, what? Like dipping? That, dipping. Barbecue sauce is good for one thing. That's not true. What you, besides barbecue? French, French fries. I would rather dip French fries in mayo. That's uh, crazy. That's this is why white people are terrible. You're no, dipping French fries, fries in mayonnaise. And mayo is great. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. Fuck. Not sure how I feel about you anymore. It's it's regular practice in Europe. It's right. Re- it, well, not in America. Well, we need to get on board with this European cosmopolitanism of dipping your fries in goddamn mayo. Actually, you know what? I, it took me a, a while to get on board with mayo like from being a child. I, ketchup was the ultimate condiment to me when of I was course. growing up. Of course. When you're up. a kid, was, ketchup was, is life. It was a ketchup and then ketchup mustard. Is- Actually, mustard might be my my favorite because of the varying degrees of what you can I have as mustard. mustard. I love mustard. Spicy brown mustard, Dijon mustard, regular like yellow mustard. There's multiple kinds of mustard I love mustard. I will put mustard at number one if it comes M- to mustard. Number. Mustard is, is really good. Mayo fulfills a certain thing. I think honestly for me for sandwich only like it adds like a tart it's critical a tart critical for sandwiches I mean for a BLT it's critical I think most sandwiches any kind of straight cold cut meat like vegetable combo uh, you can think of you need mayo in d- it disagree turkey uh, we're talking tur- we're talking turkey for example, slices at Jersey we're Mike's, talking roast beef at Jersey Mike's they don't put mayo on automatically Mike's way does not come like the standard way they issue it is sans mayo. Okay, mm. and I can get behind an Italian sub that's only dressed with sub oil, but and maybe some herbs. But I also love fucking mayo on a sub. I think on a sub, I would prefer the the mayo Dijon combination. Growing up eating hoagies in Philly, get fucking mayo on it, and it would always be better. Mm. I can't put I can't put mayo on every sandwich. It just it just doesn't belong. Like I can't think of a sandwich that doesn't on a, benefit on a, from on a mayo. turkey sandwich. I don't put mayo on. It's fucking what you, just what, mustard. Just mustard? Just mustard. I mean, I guess, but both. Both. You, I mean, you could. Dijonese, baby. Dijonese is great. Dijonese is amazing. I'm, I'm standard yellow mustard on my sandwiches. I prefer that. What? what just your only, your only moisture from condiments is coming from regular yellow mustard. I mean, you put a tomato on there, too. Okay. That okay. helps. Okay. Tomato and lettuce and then pickles, obviously, help. God, just you need like a good spread. You need a schmear. You're doing just a lattice of yellow mustard? No, I'm, I'm putting... Enough mustard to to give it flavor, but not to be overly mustardy. Mm. The turkey you would the rather star. have that. Yeah. You, you would must, rather have you got like mustard pockets. I mean, I will, I don't what mind do a mean? mustard pocket. No, like 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 little pockets of mustard around scattered around the around the just on just the sandwich. To, just yeah, just to get yes. enough flavor. See, that's how I want yellow mustard: small dots of a, a vinegary hit. But with mayo, I want a big slather on one side of the bread. It just mm. holds everything together. Eh, depends it's on the, the lifeblood of a sandwich. Dep- depends on the sandwich. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of versatility in the sandwich world, I can't think of anything that approaches mayo in use across the board. <sighs> Maybe it's just because you're white. Shang, do you like mayo? I, I don't think we have mayo at home. I don't, I don't think that... I, I've had it recently. I, I'm sure in some sandwich that I just got, you know, it was a free sandwich somewhere. But you see just like a it. bunch of mayo in a sandwich. You're just like, ugh. Like this white stuff that's... Oh, no, like that's amazing. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know about that. Fuck. Like, it drives me. It's like... It's like whoop. I agree it's startling. To, agree to disagree, I guess. <laughs> it's startling when I see like a lot of mayo on a sandwich. I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? I, yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm, How I'm, did I wrong you I almost in a past always, life? I almost always order sandwiches without mayo. Yeah. You're crazy. It's a little... I don't know. All right. Maybe I'm alone. You might be. You're definitely alone at this table. Oh, shit. Sorry, bud. Well, I, and you know what? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's so good. I mean, it's just eggs. It's just eggs and oil. How can that be bad? Eggs are the best thing ever. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's just not, egg yolks and oil. His, so it's it's a literally great, just it's, adding egg yolks It is a really shit. good base for, for lots of other stuff. For example, on a burger, I want a mayo-based sauce on it, but yeah. I don't want just mayo. Okay, but I'm That's saying the difference. it's still mayo. It's a mayo sauce made with mayo. Yes, but it's not just mayo. You're adding other things into it. It, it changes what it is. Okay. It's like, it's like um, vanilla ice cream. You could add stuff to vanilla ice cream. It makes it taste better. Why not make it taste better? What, what are you adding to vanilla ice cream to make it taste better? Maybe sprinkles. Okay. Maybe maybe right. maybe you're making a shake. But it's maybe still the vanilla ice cream, ice cream doing the heavy lifting. But Just no, like if you add garlic and herbs into mayo and whip it around and call it quote unquote aioli, that's still fucking mayo. It's just flavored mayo. Right. It's flavored mayo, but it's 
but it's not just mayo because uh, you're adding dimensions to it. You're, you're starting you're with add, mayo. You're adding complexities to it. Right. And it's like, if I was going to make, like, on a hamburger, do you want just mayonnaise on it? Would you say on a hamburger, squirt a mayonnaise and you're, and you're cool? Well, I would rather have mayonnaise than ketchup, and I'd probably rather have mayonnaise than mustard. But as we know from my favorite burger, ERV, Dijonese strikes the best balance. Dijonese is the tang yeah. that you want from both the mustard seed and the, the creaminess of the mayo. And it brings that moisture. It brings the creaminess into the bite. It's not overpowering, but, but it's, it's there. But it's not just mayo. That's true. Well, maybe I'm just a Dijonese head. Maybe, I'm just, maybe I just love Dijonese. My question is, I, I'm assuming it's very different when you make, when you make it at, like yourself versus buying well, that's, it. That's true, too. Because I, I, I think I'm down. I love eggs, so yeah. I would, I'd, I'd be down to explore that more. I mean, like in the classic, I'm going to whip up a quick sandwich at home situation where you have some cold cuts, whatever, like lettuce and tomato, maybe some fucking onion. Yeah, mustard. And then, and then like maybe some cheese yeah, mustard, in the dude. fucking drawer of your fridge. Mustard. That is what that that's Always what holds mayo. everything together. I, I'm about that mustard. You're gonna yeah, put, you're gonna put mustard on a BLT. That but, that, but that's specific to the BLT. You said cold cuts. You said cold I, cuts. All right, let's around. say I have. Oh, I got some nice roast beef. Oh, I, oh, what, what's this? I have some gouda left over. Oh, I got a nice bun. I'm gonna toast that up. Throw some veggies on here. Mustard or mayo on that. It depends on the sandwich. Tuna sandwich? No, roast beef. Oh, roast beef? I don't, I don't like roast beef sandwiches that much. You know what I'm But on um, tuna? You're mustard. You don't, like, you don't sure. like roast beef sandwiches? Not really. I prefer insane. a turkey sandwich. You're insane. You'd, have, you'd rather have turkey over roast beef? Yes, absolutely. Wow. I thought I knew you. you did, I don't I'm know like, you at all. I am like a well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a, and like, you need to come back to the well and draw from me. Replenish. All, all the time. To you got you to get the pulley. You got to pull up the bucket full of... Of, of like truth juice. Also, also like a well in that you're responsible for the deaths of several small villages. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> People just follow me all the time. <laughs> I fall into my soul. No, it's because you're it's because you're dirty and gross, and people <laughs> thought it was safe, and then no, no, nope, now nope. they find out the hard way. Dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, we didn't resolve any of that mayo, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, let's plug some shit before we go. You just shot something for HBO. Let's plug this shit. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be. I don't. I assume I can talk about I don't it. Know, I'm not talking about I don't it. Know. Folks, stay tuned when you, <laughs> and you'll hear about it. Um, we'll send you an email. Your your episode that you wrote of Fresh Off the Boat Airs is shot and shot will be airing week, January second. January fucking second, folks. Fresh Off the Boat, a hilarious program. Uh, check your local listings. Um, stand up. Are you, 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 you hit the road? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Come do my show. I'm down to do your show. Fuck yeah. I'll I'm be gonna, there. I'm gonna have Shang on my Catch show, me. folks. Carl's show. Um, January second, fresh off the boat. That's exciting. That's huge. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think this is. I think it's, it's gonna come together well. It was a fun week to shoot it. Hell yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Hell yeah. Um, and then maybe secret HBO project, and then also our turkey rotisserie project that we'll be working on. Yeah, dude. We'll have some announcements. Turkey. We'll have some announcements. It's called Spatchcocked. <laughs> With like an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it's gonna, it's not going to be Spatchcocked though. It's going to be all rotisserie. All rotisserie. Mm-hmm. All uh, rotisserie turkey. That sounds so good. Doesn't that sound so good? Turkey. With like the potatoes underneath, where the fat drips. Is turkey? Is, turkey's not less fatty than chicken, right? It's like same fat content, right? It's uh. Might have more fat because yeah, they're it bigger. Has, it, has, it might have a little, a little more fat. It's got more flavor. Tell you that. There you yeah. go. There you go. Oh, love more flavor. I want rotisserie chicken flavor. right now. More flavor. I want the, rotisserie. The rotisserie. More flavor. The rotisserie turkey emporium. Fuck. Well, follow Shang. You got, what's your what's your Instagram? We got game. Um, <laughs> we Instagram. got game. We got game birds. <laughs> we got game birds. White man can't jump. Uh. My Instagram is at Shangwang Time. At Shangwang Time, uh, follow him on Instagram, folks. You, you you threw up some nice food pics. I have not been doing much on. You better you better step gonna, up your I'm food gonna, game I'll pick. Step up now that the yappers are going to be following. I'll tell you. you. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I will take a picture of on Thursday. Is this? Uh, it's like this smoke. It's like I think it's a cured mullet row sack. Botarga. It's like a botarga, but it's like a Taiwanese thing. It's a, it's like a huge people. Japanese folks love it. They'll get it from, they'll go to Taiwan and buy this stuff. And we cook it for like holidays. 
is amazing. You're Taiwanese. It's a whole sack, yeah. Okay. And you is it a traditional Taiwanese thing? I think so. Damn, we were just talking Taiwanese with John Yao last episode, dude. That is true. Taiwan is culinary riches. It's so yummy. Hell There's yeah. so much good food out there. So it's it's a cured it's roast sack like Batar. Yeah, and you just like fry it lightly on both sides and then you slice it and it's a pretty smooth texture. <sighs> it's so it's thick. not like Batarga where it's cured and you're grating it on top of shit. No, you just cut like like slices of it. Oh my god. And then you eat it with slices of raw garlic. What is that called? Mullet roe, smoked or dried mullet, or cured dry, cured mullet roe. Does it have like a name in Taiwanese? Like Yes. Okay. I'm not, I, unclear. I We're unclear it. on that. That sounds amazing. Definitely take a picture of that because you know what? Any any kind of row situation, I'm fucking on it's board. Ama- it's a it's a it's a you eat it with raw snack. garlic. It's, you eat it with slices of raw because it's it's so rich. It's so like right. It's like and the garlic salty. cuts like the like fucking zestiness of the garlic, that pepperiness yes. kind of like and really spice. Like, yeah. It, it, oh, it's, it's it's one. It's it's my dad taught me how to eat that. Your parents you know? are gonna make it, or you're gonna make it. I bought. I'm, I'm, we're gonna make it for Friendsgiving for as a little app. Fuck nice. Yeah. Where do you buy that? It's like at the at the at the, at the airport in Thailand. <laughs> airport, right, exactly. <laughs> let me get a let me get some mullet row to go. Yeah, it's I got a plane to catch. Wrap it up. Uh, well, fucking, we'll have. Uh, this is probably going to be dropping on Thanksgiving. So, fucking, happy Thanksgiving to happy Thanksgiving. Uh, to everybody out there. Um, hopefully, you're eating some fucking delicious shit and you're not caught at a fucking sad comedian's friendsgiving yeah. or just like a sad friendsgiving with your dumb friends who don't know how to cook. Hopefully, if you're listening to this show, you have cool friends and you're good at cooking. I'm assuming that they yeah, have let's really hope, cool Yeah, let's hope that that's the fucking assumption. Um, Cheng, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, thank Always you, man. a fucking yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having me, dude. Thank um, you. Congrats on uh, the episode. That's very cool. January thanks, 2nd, man. I'll be watching. Um, follow Shang, Shang Wang Time on Instagram. I am at Carl Hess. Joel is at Joel David Miller. The pod is at Yappod. Happy fucking Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy your goddamn meals. And, uh, you know, if something needs a little extra kick, Maybe throw a little mayo on there. Throw a little mayo onto your your turkey before you roast it. Uh, Jump on iTunes. Give us that five-star review. Give us a goddamn comment. It really helps in the fucking iTunes algorithm. Or so I've been told. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bump it.